What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cool Talks with our special edition episode outside after just recently having moved. But today we're going to be talking about failure. Woo! What failure we've had, how exactly we've dealt with it, consequences of it, what we've done moving forward, and what we should probably think about failure just indefinitely. So how about we start things off? Yeah. So what are the biggest failures you've experienced? Would you like to start? Well, um, joining Cool Talks, uh, first of all. That's pretty high up there. Feels, feels bad, man. Yeah, you don't get lower than this. Um, I don't know. I'd say probably, I'd probably flubbed a few interviews and um, tests have probably felt like my biggest failures. You know, like in the I moment, you're just mine. there and He's, you're just like. <clears throat> are you talking about actually failing or getting like a 78 and calling it a failure? No, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm talking like sub 50% on a gotcha. midterm. You're just like. Well, that's, there goes my soul. There goes my soul. You're like, you're thinking about it. You're calculating the grade. And you're like, can I even pass this class? Is this even possible? I knew none of that. How could I even retake it? That and was you know, so bad. This is really feeling, fitting that this is a point of failure because we're all giant nerds. So, of course, this is something we would consider a greatest failure is getting fail, an F I don't fail on one else. test. I'm, I'm perfect everywhere else. Well, then, that makes one of us. Mine, actually, I'm going to jump in here because mine's actually similar to his. Mine is failing a class because... How many times have you failed that class? uh, For bullshit reasons, twice. And neither of them were my fault. I want to explain that. Failure to accept responsibility. That's a big one. (laughs) Okay, so why is it not your fault? One, I believed it when the teacher blatantly lied to our face about the curve. Um, The second (laughs) is because I got a migraine in the middle of the big test. So, can't do much there. Yeah. Although that's... the fact that it did suck was my fault because my medicine was vastly expired. Gotcha. Failure to go to the pharmacy on time. Yes. Yeah, let's get I, to your failures, Grady. I feel like part... <laughs> I, I, this kind of leads into what I'm saying, but I feel like one of the things that's hard about failure is trying to differentiate between what is your responsibility or fault Versus what is not, because a lot of times it's not one way or the other. Oh, no. It's like a mixture. It's a mix. Like, yeah. I feel like for me, the biggest point was I I spent, you know, close to 3,000 hours trying to go professional in a game called Smite. Then basically destroyed my hands in the process and ended up in physical therapy for six months. You know, as part of that, on the one hand, you know, I probably well, not could on have the had, hands. Those were crippled. But, like, responsibility of mine, not really knowing how to practice very well, having a bad mentality while doing it, at the same time, like, pushing myself when my hand was like, oh, that's a little numb, maybe stop. Um, not my responsibility, not knowing I had rheumatoid arthritis. Your failure like, is to self-regulate. <laughs> right, that was... So when you... Being able to understand those things moving forward was not something I was really capable of at the time, so... Despite many loud voices around you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Failure to listen to reason. (laughs) Failure to listen to Drew. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway. (laughs) You did get smited. I feel like learning how to differentiate between what is actually, like, 
my own responsibility versus what is someone else's responsibility is something that was really hard. It's not only healthy, but it's helpful because you can't yeah. learn if you just keep attributing, you know, rheumatoid arthritis to being your personal yeah. responsibility. Like yeah. Some people, they over self-blame and they think everything's their fault, even when it clearly isn't. And some people do the opposite where they just try to blame everything on the world because they don't want to accept their own fault in it. Right. All right. So that leads fairly cleanly into what have been the consequences of your failures? I'm still in school. <laughs> Overwhelming success. That's... Yeah, Jack <laughs> fails his way upwards. Fail upwards, yeah. It's, it's the best failure. Failure. He messes up an interview, so they give him an interview for a better position. It worked out great, in my opinion. They're asking me all sorts of technical questions, and I was not doing well. Are you Same. fearful of having to learn failure the hard way, or do you feel like you've seen enough people around you have to deal with no, it? No, I have, like, the the whole, you know, like how teenagers believe they're invincible. I just think I, I'm too too big to fail at this point. I'm like, <laughs> mm. I'm like the housing market in, like, 2006. Things are going good, and they're going to go good forever. There is no iceberg in front of this Titanic. There is no 2008, no 2009. No, only I, I'm in the moment. So Fa failure to plan ahead is not a thing. Maybe Jack still needs his failure. I'm so here, stuck in I? school still. Honestly, working out pretty well. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, you got an internship, and I feel like you wouldn't have had that otherwise. I'm basically yeah. working full-time, but I get the college experience continuing on top of that because I'm near our party street, essentially. Yeah. Not so. to mention, I feel like some people having, like, that longer period of getting to mature a little bit more is sometimes a nice thing. There you so go. I was immature, Grady? <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> <clears throat> I was always nice told I was an people. old soul. Thank you very much. I had to learn how to de-age, Yeah, you, you have dementia, Drew. You keep forgetting to pass your finals. That's, I, <laughs> I feel like it's easy to come off as mature as a child if, like, your family you come from that kind of background. But, like, the transition from... I just kind of moved away from my parents to I am a full adult that has to deal with everything and I can do that successfully. Or I don't know. It still feels like a big step. There's certain things I look at and I'm like, man, I am definitely not entirely who I want to be yet. Mm. Yeah. There's things that you just always want to work on. But that's something that will carry on for the rest of your life. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> if you stop improving, well, congratulations. You failed. You just hey, hey, thematic. Ooh. Yeah massiveness of the character shifts like slow down yeah i feel like for me the biggest uh part of my what was the consequence of said failure previously was just didn't really get to play anymore i mean i eventually got back to it and then just hated the game so much because <laughs> everyone who played it was super toxic to me and all my friends had quit but i mean i feel like that happened with a lot of things where it's like i would get hurt and what I would need to do would take a year or two for me to get to where I want to be in order to play. And it's back. like I'd look at something else and I'd be like, I, I want to do something else. I, I don't want to. I don't love this enough to give up what I was going to be doing in the future. Because right. I mean, sometimes I'd set timelines on things where it's like I want to play soccer through you know the rest of college or no high school. Failure anyway. to fit to a timeline. Right or like. Well, failure to set a realistic uh, yeah, goal. We will be doing this the entire episode, Wanted by to the way. play professionally maybe in college and then be done, but it's like on that timeline, I wouldn't have even started that until maybe junior year, and I had no chance of doing that. Anyway, too busy at that point. So, I don't know. I feel like I've learned to let go of things that I don't care about as much and focus on just what's most important because of a lot of those failures. Mm -hmm. So how do you yeah. cope? How do you cope with all that. Uh, do you want to know the answer on how you should cope, in my opinion? I want or to know the answer how on how you, I cope. Drew, have how, we, yeah, how do you cope, Drew? 
Well, it's simple. You don't think about it, and you keep doing your best, and you move on as if it never happened. And if you don't acknowledge that it happened, other than trying to improve, you're better off. It's don't only focus on the downside. Only focus on the growth you know, and the movement forward. It's only substance abuse if they tell you to stop, right? So that's that's one way of coping. I don't abuse substances. Well, some people. The only substance that. I abuse is internet. I'm just snorting Wi-Fi. I feel like Ooh. having somewhere in the middle that you actually confirm that you did, in fact, let go of, like, either self-doubt, self-hatred, or whatever it might end up, guilt, whatever it might be from said failure. If you don't ever, like, come to terms with that, sometimes it comes back ten years later and you're like, mm. damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the biggest thing is dealing with, like, regrets, probably. Like, I, I feel like I did genuinely fail uh, to get a normal college experience. Because, you know, is COVID true. just cut it in half and I never stayed in the dorms. Like, oh, I, always, yeah. I was like, whenever I'm down there, I'm like, man, that would have been cool. Anyway, time to push that away and uh, do something else with my life. Well, that's why you just do what you can to still enjoy the things from that that you can. So for your case, if you didn't get the college experience, well, yeah, there's just, things that you can do yeah. that will emulate that and still enjoy yourself and just have fun. party post-college I mean, as sometimes a crusty that's boomer. An option. Yeah. I mean, it's not always an option, but you do the best what you have. And <laughs> so I guess the, the answer to the cope is uh, try to live Try to live in the glory days forever. I don't know. I okay. feel like me personally, I have an easier time just completely letting go yes, and same. just focusing on what I actually want to be good at. Well, Move on to there's the next this, thing. There's this one phrase yeah. I learned that applies to worrying, but I feel like it applies to regret as well. Okay. Is uh, Can you do anything about it? Yes. Then don't worry. Do something about it. Can you do anything about it? No? Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Why worry? That is stoicism Whoa. in a phrase. <laughs> yeah. Drew, be careful. That, Don't I let mean, the pharmaceutical industry hear you say this. Antidepressants sales? Oh, zero percent. Gotcha. I feel like the hard thing about failure in some situations is that sometimes it was something that you completely messed up that was your fault that... There's no way to fix it. And moving forward, it was still something you would have wanted over everything else you're doing. I feel Nothing like the biggest example of that is like relationships, but yeah, that I've had or, that. overwhelming success. Or substance abuse. That's another one. Yeah. Oh, that's a fight that never ends for a person. I know, but like there's some situations where like you did something terrible, you just can't take it back, and that's frequently people's largest failure. Don't destroy and, your liver, folks. Are, 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 are you okay, Grady? Yeah. He will be as soon as he gets some successes, if you know what I'm saying. Just liquid IV. <laughs> Success. Some S-U-C-C like, successes. I, can, I, I cannot be drinking. My liver cannot handle such a thing. I meant you're injecting success, but okay, we can move on. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> not we can, we can move on. There you go, Drew. So if you change your response to your failures... Can you get that again? Oh, I, I failed boy. to hear that question. So how have you changed your response to failures? For example, no longer slamming your face into it until you die to try mm -hmm. to compensate. Yeah, letting go. That's Not, a good one. You, instead of hating yourself, you learn quickly. Let go quickly and then focus. Just fucking focus. You can't change the past. Yeah. Sometimes I, I like that one. I got to I got to agree that you know just learning to let go like cuz honestly like when you're younger a smaller failure feels way bigger than like you know five years it's older relative. the same thing will feel like nothing on your radar so it's like keeping things in perspective and then letting things go and just kind of letting time heal it you know it's kind of a 
it's it's a very passive strategy, but I mean it'll it'll help Ooh. in the long run. Also, humor. Oh, yes. Laugh at your failures. Laugh at your friends' failures. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been laughing oh, plenty. Failure of Fair friendship. enough. I, uh, what do you call it? One thing I think is a stipulation on that, I found it works great for me, not sure how healthy this is, is getting really angry or frustrated trying to figure out what exactly I did wrong that was controllable when I still don't understand it. Oh, and then in the once past or currently? It, like, for that situation, like, why did I fail? Put it down to like as crystal clear as possible. If I don't have that yet, I am drilling myself. But once I have it, time to let go. That sounds incredibly unhealthy. Hello, uh, Cool Talks audience. Quick aside, we don't recommend this. <laughs> I do not recommend that. That's incredibly unhealthy. This sounds like, unhealthy. Especially like when there's focused. times where there is no reason you failed. You just failed. I mean, yeah, I've really never him. found Woo. that to be the case, but Agreed. I don't know. I just focused anger is such a powerful tool in my mind, but that might just. I don't recommend anger <laughs> in most cases if it can be avoided. Well, yeah. I mean, this is just how my head yeah. views things. It's just like you can't just like. How did you graduate therapy? <laughs> I really went to six how, sessions and they said bye. How did they? How did they let you <laughs> out onto this onto our streets? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have a fairly healthy mentality. I'm in pretty good mood most of the time. I let go of things pretty easy, too. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, maybe you just process things quicker than normal people. <laughs> Almost made a joke. <laughs> Drew, always got something to fucking say. All right. How are you going to approach failures in the future, Jack? Well, okay. So, generally, I approach failure. Uh, I'm like, hi, Drew. Oh, you sound ah! like parents. <laughs> oh! Um... I guess the, the biggest thing would be anticipating, uh, you know, like the realities. Like, don't just assume that you will always succeed. Like, don't anticipate, like, don't plan to fail, like, you know, the saying goes. But understand that you could realistically fail. Do what you can to avoid it, but, like, don't let it, like, completely blindside you. Just don't be shocked that, like, so, whoa, a possibility happened. Oh, my God. Just avoid it, essentially. Well, no, I'd say, like, be realistic about it. Like, know that you could fail and then, like, kind of have an idea of what you would do but hope that it doesn't happen. Event. Yeah. Yeah, that makes Like, sense. Work, work as hard as possible to avoid failure, but, like, understand that you could fail and what the consequences of it would be. Make a little plan for that. Treat it like you would if you're in some sort of, like, race or competition where you're going to put it all out on the field and whatever happens, I mean, you do your best, you did your best. Exactly. That's a way of looking at it. Or get extremely angry at the concept of failure. Ooh. I, I don't know. I feel like just learning how to learn from your failures quickly and then quickly move on to something else yeah. so that your learning process gets a lot quicker. If you can just learn to let go of things and you learn how to self-analyze really well, I feel like that's when you get the most out of your failures. And all of a sudden, you can fail, you know, 10 times in a three-month time period at things that were significant, but you're still succeeding at other things because you're applying so many of those lessons quickly. I will also say one thing yeah. that's very good is don't shy away from, like, the truth of your failure. Like, if there's a reason why and it's you or something else, don't run, don't, away. Don't run away from what caused it. Because what caused it caused it. That may not be a bad thing. That may just be an unfortunate reality of whatever's going on. But whatever caused it, caused it. If it's you... Don't blame it on something else. It's your own damn fault. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It just is. Cool Talks is not therapy. Please don't use it like it is. Yeah, if you need therapy, go get therapy. It actually works. Anyway, hope y'all enjoyed. <laughs> um, if you want to see more episodes about 
any sort of other topic episodes, definitely let us know down in the comment section and subscribe for more videos in the future. We are growing, baby. Anyway, see you on the next episode. Well. Bye. <laughs>